Welcome back to Yeah, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, it's Doug with the IMDB Synopsis. Season 4, Episode 3, All the Rage. Will Wheaton guest stars as Dr. Isaac Parrish, an underappreciated scientist whose hostility appears to have gone viral. Blind rage is infecting everyone at Global Dynamics with potentially catastrophic results, especially for Fargo. Original air date, July 23, 2010. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby. Written by Kira Snyder and directed by Mike Rowe. Thanks, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and we're back for Season 4, Episode 3, All the Rage. I'm here with my co-host, Skip, who hasn't been here in a In a while, while. yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so we're in Season 4. Season 4. And what do you think about that? (laughs) (laughs) Season 4 was a good season. I know. I think they tried to update the show. They had to figure out what to do with the characters, and they decided, hey, why don't we just give them all new jobs and change everybody Right. I actually had to put a disclaimer in on one of the last episodes because when I was editing the first two, it occurred to me that we were giving season four a horrible rap, oh, a okay. bad rap. Yeah. Because when I think of season four, I think of the beginning and the changes. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. even consider the rest of the season. So in my mind, always season, season four, four is, is the first episode uh, and yeah. I hate it. And I hate it. So yeah, I had to put a disclaimer on there. So anyway, in this episode, we have the first appearance of Will Wheaton's character, Dr. Yes, Isaac Parrish. Yes, Will Wheaton. I like I Will Wheaton. love this character. Yeah. He cracks me up. Yes, I love Will Wheaton. Too. You know, I saw an interview with him once, and he was coming off the tail of uh, Star Trek mm-hmm. and child actor and everything like that, and he was having a hard time finding work and everything. And he didn't start getting work until he realized that he plays a good, evil character. Yes. And that was his role moving forward. So it was this role, and he's done a few others where he plays the bad guy. Right. And he plays a really good bad guy. (laughs) Leverage. He was kind of a reoccurring character. What was his name? I don't know what his real name was, but it was Chaos. They called him Chaos. But the best thing is Criminal Minds. Yes. Oh, I can't remember the name of the episode, but but about a year ago, my friend went hiking up in upstate New York, yeah, like in the boondocks. They climbed this mountain, and he was telling me we pull into this motel, and we're the only car. And I was, oh, <laughs> oh no! And there's this restaurant, but I don't know who goes to it because we're the only car. With the sign hanging from yeah. one chain. Going <laughs> and back I said, oh, you have to watch Will Wheaton in Criminal Minds. You'll never go back there. And he was creeped out the whole time he was there, and he was telling me about it. And I was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> No, you need to watch this episode. <laughs> but yeah, I was really happy when he comes into the picture. And he's reoccurring, so we'll see him more a little farther down the road. Yeah. Because at this point, I think we thought he was just a one-time guest of the week. Uh, yeah. I don't think we realized yeah, yeah. he was going to be yeah. coming back. Yeah, because this, they do introduce a lot of guest people. Like Jamie Kennedy yeah. does an appearance, and they all play different characters. I don't think at the time I realized he would be coming back, and I yeah. was glad. So this episode opens with Fargo meeting with General Mansfield about Noel Webb, which he finds out from Allison after he freaks out (laughs) that he doesn't doesn't know know anything, that it's non-lethal weapons used for crowd control. Yep. 
Sorry to interrupt. Just wanted to let you know I was running home to see Jennifer. What's a no What? C calm this down. This job is hard. I can't tell Mansfield I don't know what he's talking about or he'll have me fired or killed, and I think those are the same to him. Okay, Fargo, take a deep breath. Nalweps are non-lethal weapons used for crowd control and peacekeeping. Dr. Parrish runs the lab. Lethal. Section 3. Dr. Parrish, got it. Okay, just so you know, he can be a bit of a handful. So Allison directs him to Dr. Parrish. Will Wheaton. The head of that department. Yes, he's the head of that department, and he takes Joe with him for protection. Yeah. Well, not for protection. He just uh, doesn't know what's going on. More yeah. support. He doesn't yeah. even know where the lab is. Right. And then we find out Zane works there. The next scene, Carter meets up with Trevor at Cafe Diem as Tess is collecting boxes for moving. Trevor mentions that Carter doesn't look as happy as he should be because Tess is moving in. We know he's not happy. Well, but. the moving in thing, did they? They did. Yeah. That episode before it was The Thing. Yes. Which okay, was that's making uh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because there was a hundred other things they could have called it without giving it away. Yeah. The Thing. You're <laughs> doing The Thing. You know that thing? <laughs> the Thing? What thing? Uh, you know that thing. It isn't even a thing yet. Yeah. It was a question. Yeah. So Carter says he's already broke up with Tess once and he doesn't want to have to do it again. Yeah, yeah. And he was always a coward when it came to stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But I know. Trevor says he can't always be the good guy. Joe and Fargo are walking down the hall and Fargo wonders why everybody seems to be afraid of him. Yeah, and because he's got those uh, the posters up in uh, kind of a Orwellian type of atmosphere. And you know what I didn't notice the first time? Until this time, actually. When they're in the Noel Webb lab. Yeah. There's announcements going on saying, Dr. Fargo says. Yeah, yeah. That's I, it, right? I never yeah. heard that before. Yeah. All the times I've watched that, I yeah. never noticed that. It's the whole Orwellian <laughs> thing, you know. Support the state. And actually, Joe points out, you think maybe it's the posters? Yeah. And they run into some scientist, I can't think of his name right now, who is the reason why Fargo was wondering why everybody's afraid of him. Because he crashes into Fargo and dumps a bunch of red liquid. Yeah. And he's sobbingly apologetic right. about it. <laughs> Cleaning and, it up with his yeah. sleeve. And Joe's, I think, looking up. Where him. he works, yeah. right? And it's a biohazard lab. Yeah. But no alarms go off, so they think it's okay. Other me is kind of a jerk. Fargo and Joe get to the lab and they ask Parrish for a demonstration on his new projects. Parrish is not happy. Yes. Dr. Parrish. Hello? I was uh, hoping for a demonstration. Another surprise inspection. Goody. They're so productive. They give him a demonstration of the, is it unidirectional plasma field? Oh, the first one was the uh, shield that you could reach in one way and reach in the other way. Right, and when they reach, yeah. it works, but... What, the beanbag? <laughs> when Zane shoots the beanbag at Fargo... Right, it doesn't work. It doesn't work, but and, Joe catches it. Yes. The next project they look at, there's a bunch of bees in a, in a tank. Con- yeah, yeah, in a container. And he says they're Africanized bees. Yeah. Angry. Test subjects for the root suppression system. Yeah. Which is supposed to beam feelings of calm. (laughs) Yes. And calm the bees down. Yeah. It's for crowd control, I guess. He turns on the beam. Yeah. And it's not doing anything. And he puts it up a little more. And it's not doing anything. Puts it up a little more. And he's still calibrating it. And then it goes boof. And then it blows. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Right. But he did tell them they're not ready with anything. And he's pushing them. Fargo, of course, Mr. I'm going to push the button, is screwing around with the immobilization mines. Yeah. He's shaking them. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Right. Those are, yeah. So he doesn't even ask for a demonstration of yeah. those. He just says he's fed up with non-functioning projects and leaves. Back at Henry's, Grant talks Henry into helping him rebuild the bridge device. Yeah. 
Henry says now at this point they can't send Grant back, obviously, because he's seen too much. Well, yeah, you know, he's seen too much, and they've they've already had the discussion about we can't tell right. anybody about that, was... that. We're pretty much uh, stuck here. But Grant is like, this is my project. It's the only thing I could work right. on. What am I going to do here? I'm stuck in this time. Let me at least do something. Yeah. Maybe we could repurpose it for, for something, something else. Henry says he might be able to use some power uh, superconductor thing thing to repair it. Yeah. So they get to work on that. Back at GD, Fargo happens upon an immobilization mine. Yeah, just kind of sitting out there in the hallway. hallway, Yeah. Which explodes and pastes him to the door with spray foam. (laughs) Fargo wants the assassination attempt. Yeah. With a non-lethal weapon yes. investigated. Of course, Joe wants to start with Dr. Parrish and Zane. It's their project. It's their mind. Tess tells Carter that she put her telescope on the mantle, which is a no-no. Why would she do that? Yeah. Her cat looks perfect on the mantelpiece. Yeah, let me take his prized possession off the mantle yeah. and put my telescope there. And looks offended. Yeah, she looks offended. She looks offended about everything. Remember Callie, who was just like a stalker? Yes. Tess reminds me of Callie. Yeah. He's in the middle of a crisis, and she wants to yeah. talk about things. And, and she wonders what's wrong with Carter. Yeah. You took yeah. my bat. And that's right. And <laughs> that's what Carter should have said. Yes. Well, you took my bat off of the mantelpiece. That's where the bat goes. Right. He never says anything. Anyway. Yeah. He just lets yeah. things He's go. A, he is a coward when yeah. it comes to he stuff is. like that. He always has been. Yeah. But Carter notices Zane over at a table. It looks like he's kind of trying to play a game. I don't know That's what That's what he's I think doing. he is doing. I yeah. think he's just playing a game on his phone, getting upset over it. Yeah, he gets angry and yeah. almost flips the table and yeah. charges out. Joe goes to question Parrish, and Parrish tells her that he gave Fargo the demonstration that he demanded earlier. So yeah. he pretty much admits that he left the mine. Joe reports that back to Fargo. And Fargo, again, doesn't understand why everybody hates him. (laughs) Jack picks up the bobblehead. Maybe this is a little too much. Yeah. And says he's asking for it. Other me is kind of a jerk. Allison says that the other Fargo pit teams against each other and gave them impossible deadlines. Which is kind of what Nathan did. Oh, yeah. Especially in Blink. Yeah. But Nathan was charming and he was authoritative. Fargo is the exact opposite yeah, of yes. that. When Nathan does something and Fargo does the exact same thing, it's different. Fargo's a jerk, right? And Nathan is supportive. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's exactly Nathan in Blink. Yeah, they were all pitted against each Doing other, drugs and, and yeah. he kept moving up the deadline. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, because Fargo acts like a jerk. The greatest thing in the world when he figured out he was head of GD was that he can get Larry to do anything he wants. Yeah. Other me is kind of a jerk. Stand on one foot. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's a good point. But yeah. if Nathan said that, right. you know, Larry, stand on one foot. Right. It would seem very charming of him to do right. that. Right, and there yeah. must be a good reason for this. Yeah. <laughs> Grace offers to help Grant and Henry with their project, but sees that they really don't want her to help, like it's boys' day in the garage. Yeah. She leaves them to it, and she apologizes about the condition of Henry's tools. Yeah. And says something about... Those old tools. Yeah, Yeah. you would think he was a bachelor all his life or something. As soon as she leaves, the device powers up. They get all excited because they got it to power up. Henry goes to make an adjustment, and the tool disappears. Yes. So they're thinking that that tool just went back went in time. It went back yeah. in time. And I didn't get that at first until yeah. later when they they said that. I was like, yeah. oh, I just thought they thought they were making things disappear. Yeah. <laughs> well, they weren't creating a magic trick. The purpose of that machine 
was to send things back. To, and, yeah, yeah, you know, to create a wormhole. So right. they think that they've created another wormhole. Yeah. And now they're scared that, oh my God, the thing we were trying to do, we actually did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> right. Allison talks Fargo into making an apology to the Noel Wep lab. Yeah. Then Allison had to feed him lines. Yeah. <laughs> and he did a half hearted, I'm sorry. <laughs> That you're so stupid. <laughs> that doesn't last too long because Parrish begins to argue with him and yell at him and call him. Oh, Mason yeah. Yeah. And calls him Mansfield's puppet. Yeah. You sit up there in your office, lording it over all of us. The only time you ever come down here is to harass us or snoop around. I didn't want to put you on the spot, but General Mansfield needed. <laughs> of course, Mansfield. And what's that supposed to mean? Okay, calm and respectful for us. You're nothing. But Mansfield's puppet, his lapdog, his tool. It's a creepy, I think. You think you actually earned that fancy job of yours, kiss ass? Jack notices Parrish's eyes are glowing. Yeah, it gets his little weird eye thing. And Fargo's eyes are glowing. And even at this point, if you look at Joe, she's getting dark yeah. circles under her eyes. Yeah, they're all starting to look a little. Yeah, you know. she doesn't have glowing eyes yet. Joe even goes after Parrish because he says something about his goon squad. Yeah. So Joe takes that personally. Apologize, Parrish, or else. Fargo, just let it go. Or else what? You can unleash your goons on us? Who you call on a goon? You're just pissed because none of the crap in your stupid Toys R Us lab works. I'm pretty sure the eye mind worked just dandy. Wouldn't you say? You apologize! (laughs) Never again! It's about time! Parrish grabs the beanbag gun and starts shooting everybody. (laughs) Although they don't show us how that gets resolved. In the next scene, Allison has everybody in the infirmary. Yeah, I think think Joe just, you know, grabs him and throws him. He does play an excellent evil character. Even on Big Bang when he was the evil Will Wheaton. I mean, he was good as the nice Will Wheaton later. Yeah, but he always plays a really good evil character. Yeah, he does, he does. Like we said, Allison is taking everyone and having them tested. Joe mentions the red liquid that Dr. Anson, that was his name, from the biohazard lab yeah. dropped in the yeah, hallway. Yeah, so that might have had something to do with it. Yeah. And it ended up being strawberry wine cooler. Wine cooler. <laughs> yeah. He's so stressed out he has to carry around wine cooler. And- <laughs> yeah. But Allison says that Fargo's adrenaline levels are high. Yeah. But he won't stay in the infirmary. She calls Tess to come and help. Tess keeps giving Carter these mopey eyes like he's supposed to be talking to her about their problems. Yeah. They're in the middle of a yeah. crisis. You're being very animated here and you're missing it all. <laughs> <laughs> Tess asks Allison if she knows what's up with Carter and Allison just says, well, he's not himself. Well, what could she say? I know. Oh, but... that's not the Carter you knew. That's the Carter that I knew. Right. From right. 1943 or 1946. Ask Andy. He knows the whole story. Allison says he's not himself, and for her to say that, she would know why he wasn't himself. And I think she wouldn't... does know why. Well, she does know why, yeah. but wouldn't Tess question that? If I said, mm-hmm. oh, he's not himself lately, you would assume that I know why he's not himself. Well, you know, they're friends. Tess guess, knows yeah. they're friends. Well, he's not himself lately. Oh, okay, yeah. why? What's going on? Well, you know, just some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so Tess, of course, wants to talk to Carter in the middle of the crisis. Yeah. And just then a quarantine is announced. Yeah. And Carter has to leave. Meanwhile, Grant and Henry are trying to figure out what they did because everything they touch disappears. Yeah. Grant thinks it's not the machine. They've done something to themselves. Right. The machine made, made them, them everything they touch right. goes back in time or disintegrates in some fashion. Right. 
they don't know what's happening right. to the stuff that you but know. Grant is convinced that it's not the machine it's them now like they've made themselves a bridge yeah. device or something Joe and Carter find a very aggressive Dr. Anson yeah he attacks them with his giant lunchbox of death. <laughs> Full of wine coolers. Run, right. <laughs> the rest of his supply. Dr. Anson! What? Huh? What do you want? One sec. I just said he was meek. He was. Uh, why don't you put down the giant lunchbox of death? Joe takes Dr. Anson's lab coat and cooler to yeah. the lab for Allison to test. Allison confronts Jack about letting things go unspoken, which I think is not only about Tess, but it's also about her. Yeah. Because he's done yeah. nothing since 1947. Yeah. So during the full-on insurrection, they want to talk about their relationship. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So she wants him to talk to Tess. And right then the power goes out. Yeah. People are starting to really go crazy. It looks like The Walking Dead. Yeah. The way they're all yeah, trying yeah. to bust through it, doors. Yeah, and, they're trying to bust yeah. through doors. It's like the first Resident Evil movie. You know? I never saw those. <laughs> <laughs> My only zombie comparison is The Walking Dead. That's all I have to pull from. But speaking of zombie movies, mm-hmm. I'm a big zombie fan. Mm-hmm. So I read all the books and watch all the movies. And I was re-watching a Night of the Living Dead or one of the Living Dead okay. um ones where it's a kind of a rave party and mm-hmm. then the zombies come the first guy that gets killed in the rave party is cafe diem guy vincent vincent oh really yeah he comes out of the cornfield and i was like that's vincent <laughs> <laughs> and i never noticed it and i must have isn't, seen that movie three times isn't that weird yeah, yeah. you, you don't like, recognize that's vincent and he just got beheaded by a zombie what's the name of it <laughs> I, I can't remember what it is, but it was, uh, I think the name of it was Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, something like that. Oh. Yeah. It can't be that old, then. If it's, it's not that old. he's not that I old, mean, I don't yeah. think. No, it's not that old. But he was, he was visibly younger. Yeah, I yeah. Think, but it was Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Just jumping in with a quick update. Rave to the Grave is not the movie that Skip had in his head when we were talking during this podcast. The movie that Chris was in where he was in a cornfield, was Freddy vs. Jason, Friday the 13th movie. So thanks to Chris for getting back to us. Now we'll bring you back to our podcast. Yeah, he shows up in a lot of places yeah. that you don't realize. He was in uh, Smallville. Yeah. Like I said, Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Supernatural. But he, a, he played a frat boy. <laughs> Joe pulls a gun on Carter because she's yeah, starting to Yeah, well, it. she's starting to get the ragey thing, yeah. too, with the eyes uh, jingling and... And he tries to talk her into holding it together. He tells her they can't fix it without her. He tells her that because her big issue with Carter is that he treats her like she can't take care of things on her own. Yeah. And she's kind of resentful of that. Knowing that they can't fix it without her, she's able to hold it together for a little while longer. Jack and Fargo go in one direction, and Allison and Joe go to the infirmary. They can't find Tess or any of the patients except... Dr. Parrish. He's sedated and still cuffed to the bed there. And the sedation wears off while they're standing there, and yeah. he's like a madman. Yeah, and he's full-on, like, zombie rage. Yeah. Yeah. So back at the garage, Trevor thinks, like we said, the disappearing problem is all his fault because he wanted to fix the machine. Yeah. Joe comes upon Zane, who's out of his mind. Yeah, fighting with a guard. Yes. Yeah. And the guard actually is out of his mind. We don't realize it at first yeah. until he starts saying, I wanted, what did I he wanted want to be? I wanted to be a librarian. A librarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't see that at first until he starts 
telling him about his librarian. Yeah, because Zane's, you know, giving him a hard time about being a rent-a-cop yeah. and, you know, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> and he's like, I wanted to be a librarian. So Joe tries to get Zane to the infirmary. Tess comes running to Jack, and Jack realizes that Tess, Jack, and Allison are the only ones that... Have not been affected have by not the... Have not been uh, affected, yeah. right. So whatever happened, happened while they weren't they there. They weren't there. They tried to get Fargo to figure out where everyone was when they were infected. Yeah. Fargo decides that it has to be the lab. Yeah, because that's where they were around that time. Right. Jack thinks that the problem started in Parrish's lab with the ray pointed at the dead bees because he yeah. sees the ray yeah. and now all the bees are dead. Yeah. And Fargo says that that thing didn't work. Calming thing didn't work, yeah. But Jack says, well, if the bees were already angry, would you notice yeah, yeah. if they got angrier? And he's like, well, no. You got a, a bin full of angry bees. Would you notice if they were slightly angrier? <laughs> Somehow, the oxytocin and vaspressin yeah, are only very, very slightly different because it can go through walls and everything. When it finally went, it infected the entire building. That's kind of what I got, but yeah. I couldn't explain it coherently. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, Allison noticed that Joe handcuffs herself to something. Yeah, she's like, Joe's she, gone. Yeah. And you know what the funny thing about that is Allison has the gun that she tranquilized Will Wheaton with. And she's standing by the elevator, tranquilizing the people oh, that are reaching notice, through. She's going, I didn't shh, notice that. Shh. And then they finally grab the gun away from her. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. She's got the thing. Oh, I thought she was just tranquilizing just trying to keep people. the door closed. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, being Jack, asks if they could just kind of flip a switch yeah. to reverse the effects. Tess does take that. Yeah. Um, take that. Uh, what's the word I want? Words are hard. Take- Advice? Yes. That, uh, well, whatever. That, uh... And thinks about it and says she can retune the beam to reverse yeah. to that. General Mansfield calls Fargo and he tells him to go frack himself. Yeah. Is that the first time we hear him say that? No, he says that a lot. It might be the yeah. first appearance of the word frack. I think so. I know throughout the series he says it a lot, but yeah. I don't think we've heard it yet. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. But that's not a Eureka word. I didn't realize that. Frack? Yeah. Well, it's I... a common thing. People have said that in the place of... Uh, I didn't know that. I think it came from some other show, like Battlestar Galactica. I don't, know that, it, shows I don't I know that it came from a show. I, I think thought, it just might be uh, you know, a common phrase. Yeah, see, I always thought that use. was Fargo's phrase. I never knew people used it. I never heard anybody else oh, use well. it. But for some reason, I thought that that's where it came from. And I want to say Battlestar Galactica. No, I think it's just a yeah. common thing. I've I've heard people on the street use it. I've never heard yeah. anybody use no. that. I thought it was a Fargo thing until just recently, and I don't know. Maybe it could be possible that the people I've heard say it on the street from are Eureka fans. Maybe. Or, yeah. Battles, or Battlestar One of those Galactica shows, whatever or, show yeah. it was. I'm going to have to look it up later. I don't know. If I find it, I'll put a link on the website. Yeah, <laughs> to the fracking yes. Wikipedia page. <laughs> might get a lot of the fracking from the, uh, you know, when they drill for yeah, natural gas. Yeah, I'm so going to have probably, to use frack to, as... What the frack does frack mean? Yeah, I'll have to look it up that way. And I'll have to look up Vincent's movie. And yeah. I'll put a link on there. Jack uses Fargo as zombie bait. Yeah. <laughs> to distract the zombie because they really hate him. Yeah. So he and Tess can get 
to a central location. Don't you think that was really irresponsible of him, though? That was. Yeah, that really was. To just say, here, you want Fargo? Go, run. They could have caught him immediately and stomped him to death. Right, because they're not slow zombies like on The Walking Dead. Yeah. 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 That was very irresponsible. (laughs) He he was willing to, to see Fargo be killed. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he first said it, I thought there was some backup plan, but it, yeah, there didn't like seem to be. Yeah, like you have a be. plan, go right. run into that box. Yeah, there were, didn't seem to be. But they just let him run. <laughs> I know. No, were they trying to get the machine to a central location or all the zombies to a central location? I, I want to say that they, they said they needed the machine to be in That's a central location. That's what I location. thought, too. But because Fargo was running, it seemed like they got all the zombies in the central location as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe they needed both. The zombies chase Fargo through GD and attack. Yeah. Tess sets off the ray, and everybody turns back to normal. Yeah. Parrish and Fargo sort of apologize to each other. Yeah. I apologize for the I-minds, Dr. Fargo. It was immature and unprofessional. I'm glad you're back to your old self, Dr. Parrish. You do have a tiny head. So glad. Allison gives Fargo a pep talk. She knows he could do it. Yeah. Doesn't matter if I think you could do it. It matters if you you think think you you could do do it. it. (laughs) Well, I don't think I can do it. (laughs) Carter tells Allison he's going to tell Tess. Yeah. But, oh, we forgot about Henry. Henry. Back at Henry's garage, now they're really terrified because they believe whatever they touch is being sent back in time. Grace comes in and tells him it was a prank and gives yeah. him a box of new tools. Yeah, she coated the tools with some yeah. sort of polymer and the uh, heat of your hand makes them disintegrate. Right, and Henry makes a comment to Grant about, see, we do these kind of things. Yeah. And Grant comments that seems like... Or you have a crush on yeah, your you wife. Yeah, you have a crush yeah. on your wife. When she came in as his wife, I was mad. Were you? My had... first thought was, who the hell is that? Right. She was never in no, any of the other... No, she was never in anything. You know. Nope. And he didn't even know her. Yeah. he met her on... Well, I don't know if he met her, but he didn't know her name on Founder's Day. You know, they brought Kim back so many times. I just thought somehow they were going to bring her back again. Yeah. For good or something. Yeah. Like Kim was still alive. Or something. I don't know. All of a sudden, he has this wife that he never heard of, I never heard of, (laughs) nobody's ever heard of. But I like her now. But she was like totally out of the blue. Right. Like, she could have been a peripheral character in some of the earlier seasons. But she wasn't. No, she wasn't. They they picked somebody that was just totally... Totally. It's like when they keep changing Kevins. There's no thought involved in it. They just get another little kid. I know. Well, this Kevin is actually not bad, though. Yeah, no, this guy, this kid is good. Yeah, this kid is good. But he doesn't look anything like the other two Kevins. No. Well, the second Kevin didn't look like the first Kevin. Yeah, and the third Kevin didn't look like either of the first no, or second. but at least this one's good. Yeah. He's a good, you know, he's good. Yeah. Carter apologized to Joe, because he does realize that even though she was under the rage, yeah, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that he probably does step on her toes yeah. a lot. Although, he also has to get used to her being the head of GD and not his deputy, because that right. hasn't been yeah. that long either. Yeah. In their point of view, it's only been a couple of days. Right. Carter goes home to talk to Tess, but she's already canceled the movers. Yeah. And he suggests she takes the job in Australia. Yeah. Like she did in the original timeline. In the original timeline. So, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Carter's Love alone. story over. Yay. Okay. Skip will be back next week for season four, episode four. Season four, four. episode four. Right. And in the meantime, everybody should watch The Living Dead, Rave to Rave, the Grave. Rave to the Grave. I'll have to remember the name of it. And of course, you can also watch Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I think you should take that job in Australia. 
I think it's what you're meant to do, and I know that you're gonna be happy there. How could you possibly know that? I just do. The same way I know that you and I are not meant to be. And I wanted to save you the pain of watching it all unravel. Too late. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for season four, episode four, the story of O2. Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at Gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.